Hi there and welcome to a very special episode of Amy's Stories with Phoebe. This is Phoebe Brakun Owusu. And if you've been paying attention to the news at all, you will know that there is a lot going on in other parts of the world. Um, And I thought, you know what, let me hop on here and and share some, some thoughts and share some encouragement for our listeners and for folks who know people who are from places like Haiti and Afghanistan. We know that Haiti um, recently had a really horrible earthquake and they also lost the nation's leader. And, you know, our hearts go out to all of you from Haiti. And also, we know that the U.S. withdrew from Afghanistan and that did not come without issues. It didn't come without chaos. And, you know, we had that um, we had that attack a few days ago at the time of this recording that really just shook the nation. In addition to all the things that have already been happening over there in Afghanistan and so for our listeners who are from Afghanistan, who have family in Afghanistan, I just want to say that our thoughts are with you. And I know that this is a very, very stressful time for people. This is part of being an immigrant and living away from home. Things happen at home. You hear it on the news. You talk with your family members, your loved ones, friends, anybody back home. And, and you're getting word about everything that's going on. And so you don't ever get the luxury as an immigrant to just worry about one thing or one place. There is this dual anxiety that comes with being an immigrant. You're worrying about things going on in the country that you're living in. And also you're worrying about things that are going on back home. And especially if you have people that you love that are still back home, it's it's so difficult. It is so, so, so difficult. And as you all know, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. So I thought, you know, how about I do a special episode and talk about how to cope with all this difficult news that might be coming from from home or from other countries that you're connected to as as an immigrant. The first tip that I'm going to share is that you need to censor your news intake. When tragedies happen, when things happen, the news is all over the place. And, you know, the media is very inundated with different kinds of of reports. And I'm not saying don't stay informed. It's very important for you to stay informed, to know what's going on. Um, in your home country, in your area. And I also know as, as a therapist, as a mental health professional, that it's not always helpful to be attached to the TV or attached to the radio 24-7 or be behind the computer or have your news alerts on all the time, right? 
One thing that I do personally is that I turn on my do not disturb on my iPhone every day. Every day from 10 p.m. until, I don't even know at this point, like 6 or 7 a.m. I think 7 a.m. And then only people who are my favorites, you know, will will call through, will be able to call through. Everything else goes to voicemail. I don't get any notifications so that I can have that peaceful time. Now, this wasn't always the case. I went several years to where I was sleeping with my phone by me all the time and just, you know, nervous because I didn't want to ever miss that call from home. And I know that a lot of us can relate to this where, you know, you get that call from home in the middle of the night, you know, there's there's um, time differences and things like that. And so you're paying attention to these things and you don't even get the peace to just sleep sometimes, right? So we have to censor our, our news intake because not all the news reports or um, news outlets or stations are reliable. Let's be honest. People can hop behind a phone, record whatever, put a voiceover over it, um, on it, I should say. And, and it's news and it's spreading. There's so much on YouTube, so much on social media. And so we don't always know what is true. So you have to make sure you're getting your news from reliable sources and um, you're paying attention to who you're who you're listening to and what you're listening to, because there's a lot of people out there who are spreading misinformation, people who are trying to take advantage of the different situations that are going on in places like Haiti. People are asking for donations, all these things, but we don't even know where some of these donations, for example, are going. And so it's really important that we censor what we're listening to and what we're exposing ourselves to. The second tip that I have for you today is that you can reach out to people in your community. You're very likely not alone in how you're feeling. The fear that you have about your family, the concern that you have about people back home, for people from Afghanistan, for example, who have families who might not be able to leave the country anytime soon or maybe have left and you're not sure where they're at. You know, just there's there's a lot. There's a lot emotionally that can go on with, with that or go along um, internally too. And so it's absolutely normal to feel all those things, the worry, the fear, the anxiety, the outrage even. Those are very, very, very normal um, and so when things like this are happening, we have to, we have to connect with people, not just anybody, absolutely not, not just anybody, but people who will understand us, people who are able to hold us and give us the things that we're needing. Of course, we have to figure out what we're needing. Are we needing support? Are we needing conversation? Are we needing distractions? you know, whatever it is, so that you're not facing this alone. You're not facing the news by yourself, you know, in, in solitude. And, you know, when you think about it, our communities, our immigrant communities are the best to even support us because people know what that's like. They know what it's like to be away from home and be in this safe place when your family is not in a safe place, when your friends are not feeling safe where they're at. And so people within our communities can validate us best. They can 
understand where we're coming from. And sometimes they, they know what to give you without even asking. You don't even have to like ask, you know, it can just come. The next tip that I have is that you can reach out to people back home if you have the means to do that. If you are able to afford a phone card or, um, well, this, these days, I don't know if people are making as many phone call, phone calls with phone cards as they're using apps like WhatsApp and things like that, you know. And, and I'm not trying to pressure you to like reach out to people back home if you're not in a place where you are talking to people or you're in contact with people back home. But if you are, call home. Call, you, call your family. Call your mom, your dad, whoever. Contact the people that you love just to see if they're okay um, and let them know that, hey, I might not be there physically, I might not be there with you, but I'm there with you spiritually and I got you, whatever that looks like for, for, for them. And so you can definitely reach out to people at home just so you have the information and your mind is not going haywire and just creating different scenarios because we know that when we don't have information... It's easy for our minds, for our brains to try to cope by filling in the gap with things that might not necessarily be true. And sometimes, you know, just hearing the voices of people that we know brings comfort, right? It can bring some peace to us or even just like getting a text from them. Um, and if you don't know what WhatsApp is, you know, it's it's a very popular app. It's a messaging app and um, you only need like data access on a smartphone and you can use it to, to communicate with people all over the world. So yeah, reach out to, to people back home. The next tip is to ground yourself spiritually. Now, whatever your beliefs are around spirituality or um, whatever practices you have around that, this would be the perfect time to hold on to those things. This would be the best time to connect with that part of, of yourself. Because when we're so far away from home, it's really easy for us to feel helpless. You can be in a place where you, you know, you feel like you've exhausted all your options. You don't know what to do. You might feel useless and things like that. But that's not always the case, right? So if you have some sort of spiritual practices that help you feel grounded, that help you feel at peace, I'm encouraging you as you're listening to this to even pause this. And then take a deep breath and, and do something that helps you feel grounded. That can look like meditation, saying a prayer, singing a song, um, listening to a song from home, lighting a candle, you know, something that will allow for you to feel like, hey, I'm doing something, I'm being proactive so that you're not just like maybe, for example, just sitting around and your brain is kind of going up and down, left and right all over the place, Right. And, you know, the truth is that whatever is going on in, in the world, whatever is going on in our home countries and things like that, it's, it's out of our control, right? It's out of our control. There really isn't much we can do, especially when we're far away. Um, that's, just, that's just a reality. There are certain things that we can do. There's awareness that we can bring, things that we can build along the, those lines, uh, but the reality of it is that for a lot of people, there might not be a lot that they can do to change the situations that have happened. You know, the earthquake has happened. The attacks have happened. The lives have been lost. There's, there's all these different things that are happening. And so 
we have to ground ourselves. We have to be able to connect to to the other parts of ourselves, that that inside, because sometimes we need that internal hug, you know, that soothing, that rubbing of 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 your back that maybe someone might not be able to to offer you. My next tip here is to take care of yourself and your community. This is not a time to neglect yourself. And I know that this is easier said than done, right? Sometimes you just don't have the time to even like take a seat. You're probably working or you're trying to gather things. You're advocating. You're, you know, trying to fundraise. You're doing all this stuff. That's even more reason for you to take a moment for yourself and to take care of yourself. A lot of us are from communities where the idea of self is just foreign and, you know, where it's kind of like selfish and we're very community oriented. And so the thing is that if we if we don't take care of ourselves, how are we going to take care of the people that we love and how are we going to be able to be present for our communities? We cannot pour out of an empty cup, right? You're going to have to fill up your cup in one way, shape, or form. And so that's where self-care really comes into place. This might feel weird to hear, but crying is part of self-care. When devastating things happen at home, we we have a, a myriad of, of emotions and sometimes the tears need to come out. So listen, this is the time to, to let that out. Now, you don't have to do it in front of other people. You don't have to do it with, with other people, you know, if you don't want to. Find a solid, like a solitary place, a quiet place, and just let out whatever emotions you're you're feeling. I know with where I'm from, you know, in, in Ghana, when when the tragedy happens, when someone passes away, people get together, we sit and we mourn together. And I know that with COVID and everything, people are apprehensive about gathering. Those gatherings do not have to be physical. I know that we're all zoomed out. I get it. I am too. I don't want to attend one more Zoom party or anything like that. But this might be the time to to gather like that, to gather online in, you know, one way, shape or form, however that looks like for you. Um, if you feel safe enough to have your family or some people close to you come over to sit, you know, maybe do some cooking of some food from back home, those things that you would do when you're at home, if you're able to replicate those here and and do them so that you can feel that connection to home um, and so that you're not dealing with it all by yourself. You know, it's also a way of us taking care of our community. Um, you can hug someone, you can go for a walk, whatever it is that works for you and your community. Definitely do that. And of course, you can talk to a therapist, right? You can talk to somebody, a professional um, who can understand where you're coming from and, you know, what you're needing and that sort of thing um, to protect your mental health and make sure that you're doing okay, that you're responding well and and that sort of thing. Um, And part of that also is allowing other people to be there for you and allowing people to take care of you. I know that that can be so hard. That's something that I personally am struggling with and I've struggled with, I don't know, probably 
probably all my life, maybe you know, except when I was a baby and helpless. But sometimes we we get into this crisis mode or we get into this mode of I'm handling everything, I'm taking care of everything, I'm doing all this stuff and doing everything for my family, for my community, because that's what we're socialized to do and that and in that way we sometimes neglect ourselves. So this is your reminder to schedule something for yourself. It doesn't have to involve money. It can be something really small, right? Or something big, whatever it is that you want to do. We have to take care of ourselves just as much as we're taking care of our communities. And we have to show ourselves some some love. It's a really hard time. It's a really difficult time for a lot of people. So please remember to be kind to yourself. Remember to be kind to others. We don't know what others are going through. We don't know what's going on in their home countries. We don't know what's going on internally for them. We just, we never, never know. So please, be kind. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Take care of your community. And know that you are all in our thoughts. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode of Amy Stories with Phoebe. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast. Make sure that you share this episode with anyone out there who you feel could use some extra support. Anyone that has been going through some things, just dealing with news from home that's been really difficult. Remember to hit subscribe. Like I said, share it with your friends, share it with your coworkers, your teachers, your students, anybody out there. And remember that our inbox is always open at is with Phoebe at gmail.com. That's is with Phoebe at gmail.com. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at is with Phoebe. Have a lovely day and we will be back next week.